Hello America, and welcome to my podcast, Hello America, the podcast that brings you the facts. I'm your host, Caleb Keaton, and today's subject is not controversial. Um, It's not even really a topic or a subject even. It's really just more about um, scheduling that I'm going to do for the podcast, when you can expect to hear or see a podcast come up in your feed. Um... Also, just why I decided to start doing podcasts and uh, just really do a follow-up on what my first podcast was, which was an introduction as to who I am, what the podcast is going to be about, etc. And uh, so, it's just really about what I hope to bring to the table. So, my desire to start podcasting came about when it was I saw one of my friends doing a podcast and I was like oh my gosh I need to start doing this this is something that I think would be fun to do even if it isn't like I didn't get a whole lot of people to start following the podcast like it would still be fun to do and uh I just always thought well let's just give it a shot And, I mean, also, there's just, like, other people who do podcasts that I honestly look up to, such as Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder. And they're people who I look up to in the podcast world, and they just really do inspire me. I mean, they are people who I have listened to since as far back as I can remember, and they're, they're the people who have really, liked shaped my political views from what they used to be to what they are now. And, uh, I just have to say, I am so grateful to have started doing podcasts because this is a good way to just talk about the things that aren't really talked about by people, either because they're afraid to or they're told that they can't talk about subjects such as yesterday's uh, topic, abortion, or transgenderism, religion, and other things like that. And uh, it's just, it's amazing to have an outlet where you can talk about it. And uh, I just have been thinking... I need to bring stuff to the table, and if it is that people don't agree with me, so what? There's going to be a lot of people in your life that don't agree with you. Um, so enough about the, uh, sad story, though not really sad story, it's just really more of a inspiration story for me at least. Um, so about the scheduling, so on Sundays I will not be uploading a podcast, Contrary to what the first podcast said, which would be I'd upload every day. Um, Sundays, I will not upload, and that was because, well, you know, that's the day I ought to be taking a break. That's the day I'm going to church, so I really can't do a whole lot of research during that day. And that is also just the day whenever it is, like, I'm going to be getting ready for the next week. 
and uh, I'm going to try to start recording around 5 o'clock when it is I do podcast, and try to get done and get everything uploaded between 6 and 7 o'clock. Um, and on the other platforms that I'm now available on, which are, uh, there's Spotify, Breaker, um, I'm pretty sure it's called RadioCast, um, I'm, forgive me, I don't remember all of them, but I know that I'm available on five different platforms now, um, the ones that I for sure can tell you the names of are Google Podcast, um, Spotify, Anchor, which is the app that I'm using right now to record this podcast, um, there is, um, there's two other platforms I'm available on, but besides the point, um, on the other platforms that are Anchor, um, it takes a little bit longer for the podcast to get distributed to those platforms, so by the time it is, it gets uploaded and you guys can see it on those platforms, it'll, it would probably already be out and be able to be seen on Anchor for at least an hour. So, by the time it is that it gets to you guys, it might be closer to 8 o'clock by the time you get to see it. And, uh, and I would greatly appreciate it if it is, like, on your podcast app, if you're able to leave a comment or anything like that. Those comments, they are able to come back to me. And if you can't comment on your app, please go to to Anchor and uh, please leave a comment about if it is like if there's any audio stuff I need to work out. Um, I greatly want to be someone who does a podcast that is pleasing to you guys, and I don't want it to be that there is background noise that's affecting the podcast. If it is that um, the music that is playing in the background is just too loud. I want to try to make this podcast experience better for you and for me. And, uh, so please just leave a comment, follow, like the podcast, and, uh, I am just so happy and so glad that it is you who decided to join the podcast and just remember that Sundays I will not be uploading. That is my day to have a day off from the podcast, get ready for the next week, and, uh, whenever it is that, like, school starts coming back around, uh, I won't be uploading as frequently, or my hosting times will be set at a later time, so by the time that it is that it is available to you guys, it will be at a later date. Um, also on Mondays, the podcast, I would say, just as a safe bet, would be uploaded at a later time as well, but it also could be uploaded in an earlier time, so we'll figure out, like, how to work with Sundays and Mondays, but the other, so from Tuesday to Saturday, those days are going to be, try to get it done, start recording at 5, and get it uploaded by 6 or 7 o'clock, and it can be out on other platforms that I'm available on by 8, so... For sure, always check your feed on Tuesday to Saturday. Um, Sunday, don't check it unless it is like that's when you're finally getting a feed, something in your feed. And Mondays, um, look at your feed every now and then and see like when it is I'm going to upload. Um, 
sorry for this last little bit i'm rambling uh thank you for joining today and uh please just follow like the podcast i'm your host caleb keaton and i just hope that it is you're having a blessed day and it has been a pleasure to be doing this podcast with you guys Hello America, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Keaton, and today's podcast is going to be the second episode in a series called Your Rights. And today's amendment that we're going to be talking about is the Second Amendment. And this amendment is most commonly known as the Republicans' favorite. Um, You talk to any Republican they would most likely say that they support this amendment. And that is the right to bear and keep arms. So for those of you who don't know what the amendment says exactly, it says, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right to the people, the right of the people, sorry, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So what does that mean? Well, you have to look back at some history. So when this amendment was created, this was created in a time when America had just gained independence, and they were in a process of figuring out, okay, how is it that we can protect the rights of the people so that then we don't have a tyrannical leader like we had when we were under Great Britain's rule? So in response to that question, they made the Second Amendment, which guarantees that the government really has no control over a individual or a group of people. Because if it did, then we would become a dictatorship-led country or have a tyrannical leader like we had back before we became an independent, sovereign nation. And so... The well-regulated militia part, and how it's being necessary to keep the security of a free state, that is basically the part that says, okay, um, we need to have people fighting for our rights. And in that case, at the time, it was meant meant more for, like, war because we didn't have a military at the time. But the same principles can be used in today's terms in that us as American citizens can be considered that militia. And some people want to consider the National Guard that, but that is part of the government, and the government controls the military. So, that cannot be considered the well-regulated militia anymore. Um, and the right of the people to bear and keep arms shall not be infringed. That is something that I don't understand why liberals have such a hard time grasping that, but... It is a God-given right to be able to protect yourself. You see it in nature, just as the reason that the Bill of Rights was created is because these are things that are seen in nature. The ability to protect yourself is something that's natural, God-given. And we, as a sophisticated people, you know, don't want to get our hands dirty, um, so we would want to use a gun. But besides that... um, You look at statistics of gun ownership versus no gun ownership, the 
families that have guns within the house protected and just overall more safe. Um, you look in places such as Chicago, which prides itself on being a gun-free place, they have the highest um, rate of murders due to guns. Wonder why? Um, well, if you're wondering the same thing, I'll tell you. It's because those families don't get to... They're, they're pretty regulated on if they can have a gun or not. And if they don't have a gun, the likelihood of them being attacked by someone who has a gun is drastically risen. And when you have Beto O'Rourke saying that, yes, we're going to take all your firearms away, um, you're pretty much leaving us stranded. And you cannot expect criminals to follow that law. So basically you're going to make all of America easy pickings for criminals, and that's when we're going to have a huge crime spur, and then we're going to be truly the worst country in the world to live in. Um, but as a country, we're, we're allowed to have gun rights. And, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily think about this. For every amendment, there is a counterpart to it, or a rule that keeps the amendment true. For instance, with the First Amendment, where it's talking about the freedom of speech and religion. You have the freedom of speech as long as it's not violent speech or misleading. Um, as a group of people, we are supposed to give the truthful information. Um, a really good example is you wouldn't just run into a movie theater and say there's a fire when there isn't any. That kind of speech is not protected. Granted, that's just a example, but you get the idea. Like, you can't just say something that doesn't have evidence or some kind of backbone to it and expect it to be protected. The same thing goes with people who call on violence to groups of people. That is not protected. That is wrong. And the counterpart to the Second Amendment is, yes, you are allowed to have a gun, but the moment it is that you commit a crime and you are found guilty of that crime, and it could be considered violent, and you are a felon at that point, you are not allowed to have a gun because you have done a violent crime. And people who do violent crimes most likely would not hesitate in would they use a gun to assert their dominance over a situation to get what they want. So that is the big rule here with um, this amendment. And just some statistics as to like why the right to own a gun is necessary and should not be infringed. Um, this is all coming from the BBC, um, American Gun Culture in charts, um, you look at, from, from 1995 to 2015, the idea of having gun control or protective gun rights, you see that gun control, that idea, that mindset went down, while the having the ability to have a gun, that idea went up, 
and this is amongst a time this is amongst a generation that you would see as typically more liberal which would be the 18 to 29 year olds so most of these people are liberals at that point in time so the idea of protected gun rights was starting to become popular and then you had um Sandy Hook and you had New Orleans, you had a bunch of other mass shootings that have happened in this 20-year time span, and that idea has fluctuated a little bit, but the trend is still going. The trend of that gun rights should be protected is still on the rise amongst a generation of people who you would think is typically against gun rights, and that I think is good. Um... You look at what causes the most deaths whenever it comes to guns, and that would be suicides. Um, now, this is according to a 2016 file from the FBI, which said that a little over 22,000 deaths by gun were suicide, compared to the homicides that were committed by guns, which was like a little over 13,000. So, yes, both of those numbers are very large, but, excuse me, those are all statistics that show that the gun violence that's happening in America is not at all really homicide. I mean, yes, there's a big portion of it, but most of it is a suicide-related incident. And then there's like a, a little, little, little under 2,000 that was unknown. And then, a really big thing here. So, liberals are attacking AR-15s, AK-47s, things that they would consider assault-style weapons. Um, and they're wanting to ban those. You have Beto O'Rourke, who said, yes, we are going to take away your AR-15s and your AK-47s. And they view that as, oh, this is a killing machine Though all guns, the intended design is to kill people, um, whether that is self-defense or so. Sorry, I had to uh, pause it for a second. Um, back to where I was. So you have people like Beto O'Rourke who are trying to get rid of your AR-15s or your AK-47s because those are seen as the big, scary, assault-style weapon. And, um, you know, contrary to that idea, most of the deaths that are caused by guns would be done by handguns. Um, an astonishing 64% of all deaths are done by a handgun. And this graph that I looked at did specifically say it was homicide-related. So, I mean, this kind of just shows that they're not really thinking about this. And guess what number had the small... Well, one of the smaller numbers of how many people were being killed. Rifles. Rifles only counted for 4% of all gun-related homicides. And then shotguns counted for 2%. And then the unknown, which would probably be some 
unknown style of gun, whether it be that it was like a sawed-off shotgun, which can't be really considered a shotgun, I would not think, or if it's a gun that's never really been seen before. Um, that counted for 28% of all homicides so that are committed by guns. So it really just kind of shows that, you know, if you're trying to get rid of guns, get rid of handguns. But that would be completely stupid because, then again, that would be infringing upon our rights. And we have the right to have guns to protect our families, ourselves, and just basically holding our freedoms from being taken away by the government. And that is something that we need to uphold. We need to uphold this idea of keeping our freedom so that then we don't have a tyrannical leader or some dictatorship that comes to our country. And liberals are more than okay with that kind of thing happening, mainly because they want everything to work out in their favor. Um, and looking, looking at some just things that Democrats and Republicans believe in, you know, both agree that people who are, have mental illnesses shouldn't have guns. And that is a good thing. I don't think that a person who has a mental illness such as um, PTSD or some kind of mental defect should be allowed to have a gun um, because they could be a danger to themselves or to others. Um, they both agree... We both agree on the fact that um, criminals, people who are felons, should not have access to guns. Um, that is a big thing because if you're a criminal, you're going to not care about what you do with a gun. So that is always a good thing. Um, people that are Republican do stand more for concealed carry, and I personally think that concealed, concealed carry is a good thing. I think that there are numerous occasions where that was good. For instance, there was the shooting of a church, I believe in Texas, a person had a gun on them, and they were able to protect the people within that church. So, to say that guns don't help you is a complete lie. Um, you have a lady who had a gun on her. A guy was trying to come up to her and steal her purse. She pulled a gun out and shot until she couldn't shoot anymore, and the guy, you know, didn't hurt her and didn't get her purse. And I think the guy lived... And, you know, he learned a lesson of, you know, don't mess with old ladies with guns. Or anyone, for that matter, with guns. And really shouldn't mess with anyone at all in the first place. And, uh, my opinion on this next one about teachers being able to have guns, I would say that it would be a good idea. I think that teachers, if they were to go through the proper training of, like, how to hold a gun, how to use the thing, realizing what that gun's potential power is... That is honestly a good thing. Schools would be much more protected in that sense. And, you know, people who become teachers, they typically have to go through background checks anyways, I do believe, to become a teacher. Because they don't want someone who is a convicted felon or a potential sex offender to be working on their staff. Because you're working with kids all day long. And if there's an incident that happens and it slipped underneath the noses of superintendents and officials within the school, guess whose fault that would be? It would be the schools. 
So people that are teachers are typically going to be good people who should be able to carry around a gun at school. And again, that's another thing that, you know, Republicans think more of is okay than Democrats do. That's fine. Um, but just looking at all of these different facts and, you know, looking at statistics, if we keep guns and we don't let liberals take those away, America will be a safe, sovereign nation still. And we wouldn't be able to have a tyrannical leader come and take over because us having guns, it basically makes us equal with, excuse me, with the military. Um, in theory, we're allowed to really have all the same things that the military has. So we're allowed to have AR-15s, AK-47s, um, back in World War II times, M1 Grands. Or M6. I think they're M1 Grands, though. But besides the name of the gun. Um, we're allowed to have shotguns. We're allowed to have handguns. Rifles. Um, we're allowed to have these things because of the Constitution. And that is a good thing. And I praise God every day for being in a country that is free. free where we have the freedom to own a gun. And the freedom to have free speech. And the freedom of religion. Because if we didn't have those things we would still be in a situation such as Venezuela, where they have no food or water, they have to basically live out on the streets, and there's a huge poverty rate. And because of these first two amendment rights, we have a lot of other freedoms because of it. Um, that is what I have for today's amendment, and that is the I think would I would say is the end of the main part of the podcast and we'll be right back <laughs>